The Those Guys with Ships Show is brought to you by Engine. Create your free community website at enjin.com. Rusty. Fancy. <laughs> Itchy. <laughs> Squeezy. Today is July 18th, 2946. We are Those Guys with Ships, and this is episode number 119 of our show. This is the Those Guys with Ships show, our gaming community podcast, in which we discuss all the things a gaming community discusses. Now, I've got a section here for spoiler alert. We're going to talk about a movie, but apparently we don't we play together, but we don't watch the same movies together. So, um, I went and saw Independence Day. I had a lot of fun. I know that you guys are all poo-poo about it, so that's fine. You be that way. Um, and I guess uh, Jimmy is the only one that's seen the Ghostbusters. It's so. true. I'm yeah. interested in the Ghostbusters, although I will ask you, Gleep, on a on a... Fun or not, because the movie can be fun, they can also be terrible. On a qualitative uh, judgment, Independence Day, yeah or nay? I enjoyed it. I went and I saw it in IMAX, and uh, I know Mark doesn't like popcorn. I do. Mark was lying to us earlier. He did. He did lie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, and uh, it was you know it's not a not a great story. I mean, it's the same essentially the same story, but you know it was fun to see you know the old characters back again, except for Will Smith. Um, <laughs> and uh, it was it was just you know it was a dumb popcorn matinee movie. That's know? about what was I was. That's about, that's about the review I was looking for. Now, <laughs> ma- just amazing special effects, though. So I I, I think I feel like we live in a day and age though where like amazing special effects is just par for the course now i mean we have computers and systems that are powerful enough that if someone wants to make a photo real x-wing flying in a photo real death star it's not nearly as difficult as it used to be in 1977 so. totally true and um and I, I i throttle that back it was not amazing it was it was perfectly um uh, acceptable and and visually pleasing. I mean, it was not. It was nothing like you know when I when I saw the first Star Wars when it was in the theater in whatever seventy six or whatever it was. That was amazing. I mean, that was you know like jaw drop. Oh my god, how did they do that? This was not that way. But you know, like you say, we're we're desensitized to seeing you know entire cities explode. Yeah, we're definitely past that point as moviegoers. I think. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed it, but well, that's good. I. I get that other people, you know, are not... I mean, I'm not excited about it. I'm not saying, you know, stop what you're doing, but... Um, <sighs> we did talk about it before we left on break. <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, Ghostbusters? I'm actually genuinely curious about that. So I'll, I'll give a spoiler-free uh, review. Thank um, you. So the movie's a solid B. It's a good movie. Um, I, I enjoyed the way that they reinvented the characters. Um, I... I, my, I my biggest complaint was the third act, but I heard a rumor that uh, Sony Pictures kind of got in the middle of the editing and was like they demanded reshoots because the third act was clearly not Hollywood enough. Um, mm. So the third act gets a little Hollywood, if you will. Um, but I enjoyed the movie. It was fun. Um, I liked all of the characters. I liked what they did with the script. Um, I definitely think it warrants um, a, a sequel. There was um, one part, and Ace, I don't want to spoil it, so, but there was one, one tech aspect of Ghostbusters that I kind of questioned, but this question really came into play in the third act. So I really do think that um, Sony kind of, because the third act gets, it gets, gets a little weird. Um, you know, whereas the rest of the movie kind of has a, a certain kind of pacing and a certain kind of um, charm to it. The, the third act gets very Hollywood, and um, it just—it's it, in a way, it's a little bit jarring. So um, the cameos were all uh, adorable, um, but I'd like to see the movie kind of stand a little bit more on its own merits, maybe for a sequel. Okay. 
but but here's the big thing. This is the thing that made me um, kind of love the movie. Uh, and, and it's kind of a weird thing, but I, I just think it's important to say. So when I was a kid growing up, uh, you know, a, a now a, a fully formed old white man. But when I was a young white boy, um, I, I could relate to characters up on the screen. You know, Han Solo, um, Harrison, everything Harrison Ford did, Blade Runner, just every character, Indiana Jones. That was me up on the screen. You know what I mean? Um, when I got older, it was a lot of Brad Pitt's roles. You know, Brad Pitt in Seven, when I was in my 20s, I'm like, that's me. You know, like you, you, you're able to really put yourself in those characters. And the thing that I liked the most about the movie was the unabashed joy that my wife had at seeing a character that she could relate to wholly up on the screen. Uh, Holtzman is like that's if you see the movie and you watch them if you watch the movie Holtzman is my wife it's it is an amped up version of my wife and she was just beside herself with joy and it's like and I kind of realized in that moment that a, a lot of women and a lot of, of different um, ethnicities don't have that you know it's it's always the white guy you Your know the eyes white have guy. been opened well, it's not even that my eyes are open. I've always been a, a little bit of a feminist. I mean, anybody that listens to this show knows how much I sing my wife's praises. But, I, you know, it, it it was really like I saw my wife up on the screen. And when I looked over at her and I just saw the joy in her eyes, I was just like, wow, okay, this is... Because when she was a little girl, she used to watch the cartoon. And um, that uh, that was always the character that she kind of gravitated towards. Um, so to see a female version of, of that up on the screen and, and acting the way that, you know, like an amped up version of the way that my wife acts. Um, it was just, it was really cool. And it was that, that was so, I had so much joy out of that, you know, and to see the high that she had when she left the, the theater, you know, being able to put herself up on the screen, you know, cause we've all experienced that, you know, we're right. all white guys and, and, you know, the white, the white hero is like kind of, you know, the thing that, that has been the case forever in films. So it, it's really, um, it's really cool to, to see something like that. And that, that to me was the, the best aspect of that movie. That was the thing that, that really put the movie over the top for me. It's a fun movie. You know, it, it's, there, there are some plot holes. Um, you know, it's not the greatest thing in the world. It's not the worst thing in the world. But they did a good job with it. And, and the thing that really, that I stepped away, that I was able to walk away with was that all the little girls, you know, around the world and, and all the grown-up girls around the world um, have characters that they can really relate to and really get behind. And I think that that's an amazing thing. And I think that's really cool. Neat. Interesting. So yeah, worth well worth it, I think. Um, but yeah, she always kind of related to the Egon character. Ah, and, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, and so um, the, uh, the 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 new Egon, um, uh, what is it, uh, Jillian uh, uh, Holtzman? Holtzman is what they call her. Um, really, just spoke to her uh, and who she is, and and you know, being able to put yourself up on the screen is a wonderful experience. That's why we go to the movies, you know. Right. So that was cool. That was. Really cool. Well, I'll take Ash to see it and see what she says. Yeah. Maybe she go. can come on the show and give you guys another review. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I hated it. It was stupid. Oh, yeah, she's well. going to be like, it was the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> Jeez, Jimmy. That was a terrible idea. And speaking of stupid movies we're all dying to see. Mm-hmm. How about that How about that Rouge One? Rouge, oh, Rouge One? Rouge One. What's the about Rouge One? That starts that with a Kidman, movie, right? isn't it? Uh, I believe it's, I believe it's called... Nicole Kidman, yes. <laughs> uh, Star Wars Celebration uh, happened uh, this last, what, weekend, I guess it was? It, to, uh-huh. to clarify, it's Celebration Europe. There's a celebration that will be happening here, I think, next year, but it's Celebration Europe, so it's across the pond. Oh, Euro right? Celebration. So um, I've only seen the uh, behind-the-scenes trailer, um, and uh, I, I thought it was very cool. I thought the um, uh, I really liked the kind of saving Private Ryan slow mo battle sequences. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought that was that was very. Um, I mean, of course, it's not. Uh, it doesn't have the same level of uh, of realism, uh, but um, I, I thought um, it, it re excited me for uh, the movie coming out uh, at the end of this year. So, what did, what did you guys think? A lot of flying dirt. 
a lot of flying dirt. I'm really looking forward to a movie. I think I've said this before to a movie that isn't the uh, what's we're looking for. It, it takes Skywalker's a, and Kenobi's. It's not the main exactly. saga. Yeah, exactly. It's not the main saga. That's a good way to look at it. It plays a bit part in in the world. Kind of flushes out mm. everything else. You know, that's what I'm really, really looking forward to is just seeing something that's not about yeah. that main group of people. Yeah, it doesn't even have to have a Jedi in it or or you know, Sith Lord. I just want to see. I, I just want the world to be explored more. It's a great, you know, whatever you want to call it, a great universe to play in. And I'm glad to see that they're allowing it to happen, you know, kind of branching out and really seeing what they can do with that uh, with that IP. So I guess personally, we'll personally, though, I feel like Leaf has buried the lead with the Rogue One announcement because, speaking of bit parts, the biggest part of Celebration for me was the panel regarding uh, Star Wars Rebels and the reveal that Grand Admiral Thrawn is going to oh, show up in the series. So amazing. For those of us who read the books in the 90s and 2000s, Grand Admiral Thrawn is famous as being a master tactician that nearly destroyed the New Republic after uh, just having defeated the Empire. And uh, a, a fantastic and enigmatic character that fans latched onto and basically, for, for to a large extent, made Timothy Zahn one of the writers for star wars and since the new the new merger with disney uh fans have been clamoring make thrawn canon make thrawn canon and it appears that those first steps have been taken oh so now is he going to be in this movie or in episode eight or well that's the rebels is the he's he's showing up in rebels the 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 cartoon cartoon um but he was first introduced in a series of books that were basically what was essentially considered seven eight and nine because they Mm -hmm. took place roughly five years after uh the original trilogy and involved this new threat uh to the to the fledging fledgling new republic um is a an, a an alien admiral from the outer rim, the unknown regions, who shows up, takes control of the the imperial remnant, and just absolutely uh, destroys. Basically, yeah, basically the, demolishes everything in his path. Just yeah, right, yeah, and just unstoppable. And it's about how they figure out how to take him down. Can I uh, no. can I throw a uh, Star Wars Rebel uh, theory out there that I immediately thought of when they played the new trailer? Sure. Is Ezra Bridger Star Killer? Interesting. He looks like him, doesn't he? He looks like Garen, Galen Merrick. He looks like him, and he's he's there. He's on this path right now where he's he's playing with both the dark and the light side. I, I'm I'm this this trailer in particular kind of. I've been thinking that that was maybe a possibility for a while, but this most recent trailer with his short hair, um, you know, with he's with the this, new Force Unleashed. Right, where they're really kind of playing with this whole dark and light thing. Um, very, very interested to see what they do with Ezra's character. Agreed. All righty. Well, um, uh, yeah, exciting. Very exciting. Oh, yeah, um, good it, stuff. It's it, a, a good weekend to be a Star Wars fan. Indeed. All right. And it, also, a good weekend to be a Pokemon Go fan. Doug, Pokemon yeah. Go. Stop it. Be the very best that no one ever was. <laughs> My sister-in-law uh, almost got arrested because of that game. <laughs> That's a story I want to hear. Okay, we so I'll keep, it, I'll keep it brief. So uh, her and her friends, she's 20, 24, 25. Her and her friends are out partying and drinking, as as they do. Um, they all went back to you know somebody's apartment, as you do. And they all decided to wander around the streets hunting for Pokemon. Well, somebody called the cops. The cops showed up, and they're like, they, they run into these you know twenty something year olds, and they're all laughing and giggling and having a good time. So immediately they know they're not like trying to break into anybody's house. And the cops are like, what are you doing? And so they said, we're <laughs> playing Pokemon Go. And the cop, one cop looked at the other cop and said, another call about this game. Ah. Yeah, it's interesting. It, it you have. Uh very divisive opinions on on whether or not it's a good game or not. Personally, my personal feeling is that my wife and I have really enjoyed it. It's been a great way to get exercise. Uh, I've achieved limited stardom in my business and the company that I work because I've carried around, carried around for 20 years a useless encyclopedic knowledge of Pokemon, and now I've become a subject matter expert for all sorts of people. <laughs> You're suddenly really popular it there. Was, <laughs> <it's> a, <laughs> never did I ever expect that my boss, one of the CEOs for our company, would be like, hey, so I want some questions from you. I'm like, uh, 
Sure. What about? Talking he's like about this Pokemon. Yeah. He's like, uh, so my son's playing this Pokemon stuff. Can you can you explain some of this to me? And I was like, sure. What Come do you want to my know? <laughs> so yeah, and then uh, we Ash and I went on a big bike ride last uh, last weekend and and ended up spending two and a half hours playing Pokemon Go in the process uh, and ran into some work colleagues who were doing the same thing. So it's. I mean, it's done the one thing that uh, parents have tried to do forever, and that is to make exploration and being outside and exercising cool again. Yeah, well, it's it's either the world's introduction to AR gaming or the beginning of the great weaning. Yeah, pe- people people trying to catch uh, uh, Pokemon and, and walking off of uh, cliffs. Yes. Yeah, or out in front of cars or, mm-hmm. um, yeah, down a abandoned mine shafts. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hey, you story, some, hey, story hey. is... Don't just look at the screen. Go ahead and look where you're walking as well. In 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 their defense, <laughs> abind, abandoned mine shafts are fantastic places for rock types. There you go. There you go. And so, <laughs> disclaimer. So it begins. This is not an official statement by anyone related to Pokemon <laughs> Go or any other Pokemon product. Thank you. <laughs> Use at your own risk. All right. Well. Guys, we have those guys. Well, you know, actually, before we do that, I, you know what? We uh, mentioned on the first show, um, and uh, uh, we don't know what the current situation will be by the time this show comes out, but we want to uh, put the uh, the healing vibe out for our friend Ben Lesnick, who um, has been in the hospital uh, battling a, um, a pretty nasty infection. And so um, hopefully by the time this show comes out, he will be out. Uh, and, uh, God, you know, best case, he'd be back at work building spaceships for nerds like us. But... Um, uh, anyway, we, we hope that he uh, um, heals quickly and uh, just want uh, uh, our community to know that, um, that this person who is so important in uh, the, uh, the process of developing the game, we're all here to play, um, needs a little support right now. So um, why, don't you, why don't you tweet him out or something? A little bit of love for Mr. Lesnick. Get better yeah. soon, Ben. Yay! And as soon as he gets better, you know what? Um, I, I will buy Ben Lesnick a Those Guys With Ships t-shirt. They are so close, guys. They are going to be $19.40 plus shipping, and you're going to be able to have your name on the back, just like the pros do. Um, there have been uh, there have been threats made that I won't be allowed to order a Those Guys With, well, actually a TGW Stroke S Pipe ST at sign 5GL33P shirt. I feel sorry for anybody who has to print that. Yeah. True story. It's my $19.40. That's what I want on the back. (laughs) Um, And uh, we just want to, you know, put out there that we're doing this for the community. We're not making any money off of this. This is not a... Being um, sold uh, at cost. We are being sold at cost. Um, And uh, pictures will be coming soon if they are not already available or um, viewable on the website. Uh, so uh, definitely keep an eye out for that. Um, we are hoping to have uh, everybody uh, dressed accordingly for CitizenCon, which is, I think, what, three, um, less than three months away so now. we have the so. TGWS bowling team now? <laughs> You're just on fire, man. Man, he is. <laughs> one after another. All right, and um, also more merch, uh, and this is more in the preliminary stages right now. We have those guys with ships phone cases. Yes, so if your phone is smart, check out the thread in our forums. They are extremely cool, and uh, there will be a link in the show notes and further updates on them forthcoming as they become available. So uh, there is that, and so let's talk about Star Citizen, shall we? Let's. We shall. Let's talk about it. All right. Let's talk about FPS fun on the Korea in uh, 2.4.1. Was 2.4.1 out the last time that we recorded? Uh, good question. I don't Can't believe say. it was. Yeah. I do not believe it was. Like I said, no, rusty. I think, it's been a while. Yeah, yeah I think it's a, uh, that was a stability patch, right? Correct. So uh, the, point, the point one. So, I mean, no new functionality. But um, uh, I know that definitely I've been in instances now that have gone into the hours oh, without, yeah. uh, without issues. So. Yeah. I have reached um, the point I'm, where I am bored, and it's a fantastic thing. Yes, 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 yes. So um, uh, had, uh, I was out last night with uh, Monteado and um, um, a couple of the other guys, and we were um, out uh, um, uh, at Correa, um, you know, uh, 
cutting heads, taking names. And um, uh, so tell me, guys, what are, what are you enjoying about um, – and kind of a, a, a theme here is that uh, uh, a lot of folks have said, you know, hey, whatever happened to that Star Marine thing? And um, I, I think that, you know, except for, like, scoreboards and what have you, um, uh, this is kind of a Star Marine, you know, Lights. already. Yeah. 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 I think the only yeah. thing we don't get with this is that um, that – quick respawn kind of matchmaking thingamajig, right. you know, where you kind of get to see It's not concentrated. Matching. Yeah, it, I mean, it, it does, it definitely takes a little time to get to your place, but I think this is more indicative of what real gameplay will be, too, so mm-hmm. it's it, fun. They don't really need the, yeah. the scoreboard-esque, the arena match type of thing to test any of the stuff they're doing right now. They're getting, I'm I sure think, they're getting plenty well, of play without that, so do they really need it? I don't know. Well, I think that um, I, I think that you kind of hit the nail on the head, and I think that that also speaks to why they did what they did. You know, the, there's still a lot jukes and and um, and uh, healing mechanics and, and the cover and system, like the whole, yeah, the whole cover yeah. system. Yeah. There's tons of aspects of the game that are not live yet, and so it, it makes sense that you would test it in the persistent universe and then build that. Um, that arena style combat after the fact. It's like, you know, a good example is World of Warcraft. You know, um, you know, you had the persistent universe before you had, you know, true ranked arena combat. Sure. And so it makes sense that they would go that route. And I think it was a smart move. It was probably painful at the time, um, you know, especially with the rumor mills and the negative press. But I think in the long run, it was a smart play. And by the time, um, the, the first-person shooter combat is ready for Star Marine. Star Marine will be an amazing, um, you know, ranking system release. Sure, yeah. right. Because as you're inventing the wheel, you know, things don't develop, you know, on a timeline. You know, it's, some things are going to be completed uh, quicker than other aspects, and so, um, you know, they uh, the way that that it has come together, I think it made more sense for them to. To put the first-person uh, shooter aspect into the baby PU, and uh, and focus on on uh, um, delivering uh, the more important things, and that uh, something like um, uh, Star Marine takes a little bit of a back seat. Um, we're able to do that sort of play. It doesn't have the same sort of scoring like uh, Arena Commander does, uh, but uh, it will. Uh, it, it'll come, and yeah. uh, I mean, and it's all alpha anyway, so it's right. not like you know, it, it's something that you're going to be. You know, you're, you're missing out on, on a chance to be uh, uh, the best of all time because uh, it's gonna all going to yeah, get wiped doesn't matter anyway. anyway. doesn't matter it, anyway. Right. Yeah, it was exactly. nice to see 2.4 through new eyes. Iron Man, uh, of, of late, has returned from his religious studies. Yeah, I and, saw that. And yeah. uh, so he was, I was like, so when was the last time you played? And he's like, I wasn't even aware that there was a 2.0. I'm like, oh, man, sit down, strap in. You're in for some fun. And so we took t- took some time showing him around the new 2.4 uh, uh, instance, and hearing someone's impressions and feelings about the system for the first time was really invigorating. Yay. Yeah, it was good to he- hear him back in chat the other night. Yeah. Um, so, well, good. I mean, and uh, obviously we're not to, and this sort of segues into our next topic, but we're not, it's not in any kind of form yet where we can do the same sorts of things that we can do in Arma. But, um, uh, you know, even if we had Star Marine, we wouldn't be able to do that um, because, you know, it's not, you know, configurable. It doesn't have the, uh, the uh, scenario building tools. It's never going to have the scenario building tools like uh, we have in Arma. So um, I think, um, I think it's, it's, it's encouraging that we're able to, um, to do that stuff. And, and we had fun, you know, I mean, which is, is at the end of the day is, is the important thing. It's like, you know, guys getting together, waiting for the whiskey to spawn and having fun. The the um, the couple of times that I've been on with everybody have been an absolute blast. Um, I've I've taken over the uh, co-pilot seat on the multi cruise ships, um, and I've just had so much fun, you know. And and instancing with friends has gotten much easier. Oh yeah, um, it's it's much more stable overall. And um, Grim Hex, so excited. I know. Yeah, oh, that must be just tickling your little fancy. Yeah, Grim oh, Hex is fan- oh, the thing that gets me though is that Bengal carrier. That Bengal carrier, hole, oh, that's so pretty. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing. It's an amazing bit of one. gaming tech too. You yeah. know, just the sheer I, size. I've heard his fancy actually isn't little. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it is either. I'll be honest with you. But we like to. You know, we don't want to. We don't want to. We don't want to give him a big head. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. Well, uh, so let's talk about the Arma Three because we had the launch of Apex, which was um, it's not a, a, a it's not a new game. It's just an expansion, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. it, yeah. It's quite an expansion, though. It's, there's a lot there. Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. Obviously, the new map was huge. Um, mm-hmm. And then, mm-hmm. uh, well, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, um, I know Ace has done a lot of work in there yeah. uh, designing scenarios, and uh, and Mark, uh, you are a leader of the Black Guard, one of the leaders of the Black Guard, so I'm really interested to hear what you guys have to uh, to say about it. Do you think it's successful? Um, I've been in a couple of times and, and have enjoyed myself. I, I really like the uh, the new um, uh, stock healing mechanic. I think it, yeah. replace, it replaces the Ace mod or the healing function in the Ace mod rather nicely, but... Uh, yeah, well, let me give you a quick rundown. Ace, I tell you what, I'll do a quick rundown of kind of the basic systems, and you can talk a little bit about what uh, kind of what you've been doing with it because you've been doing a lot of mission stuff in there and kind of played around with actually mission making and whatnot. How's yep. that sound? Okay. Sure. So basically, uh, main key points in terms of people playing Arma is that A, the new map, you have to have the expansion to play it. Any of the gameplay mechanics are there, um, even if you don't have the expansion. That's the way Bohemian Interactive always works. You get the mechanics and, and, and the nuts and bolts, you just don't get the really fancy things unless you buy the expansion so you don't get the map you don't get the new vehicles and you don't get the new weapons you can still test them out if you do some some tomfoolery but you can't actually use them in game so to speak um having said that uh one of the big things they've really locked down on the launcher system so when you you start the launcher in the, in the very beginning for people that haven't been playing lately um, now, when you try, you can join a server directly from the launcher. You've been able to do that for several months now. But now, it also tells you what what um, what mods you have and which ones you don't, and then it will give you a link to download them directly from Steam if it's on Steam. And if it's not, I don't know if this is for every mod. I don't think it is. But at least for the RHS mods, which are two, which are uh, very very popular. Um, and not on Steam because the the authors of the mods don't believe in Steam's practice or the the Valve's practices for in terms of the rights that, that you give Valve by putting your stuff on their on their Steam stuff. That's the reason they decide they'll never do it. But um, they do give you a link. You, you, they, I don't know if it's the authors or how that works out, but someone essentially allows them to put a link on there so you can actually go to the download page for that mod. Which makes it extremely easy. Uh, it really cuts out a lot of the work. Way we had to easier do. than it used to be. Yeah, way easier. And with that, having said that, what we've done is, you know, kind of took a poll and realized that, you know, all those mods we had before were nice. And when we were playing for six months straight, and that was the only game we were playing, a lot of people wanted more stuff to kind of keep them interested. Um, but now, what we've really done is, with the advent of the new stuff, the things they've added in here on the kind of the which one call it the vanilla side of it, right? That's kind of baked into the game now with the expansion. We've kind of gotten away from having a lot of mods. So really, the only things we have are just the RHS mods that you can't get directly off of Steam. It's just easy to just get off of Steam. You're done, and everything else is pretty, you know, pretty small. I and mean, the RHS ones are still big, but there's no way around it. And they bring well, so much functionality. They added yeah. Task Force to Steam. They added a bunch of stuff that yeah, before tons was of stuff to Steam. disparate is now easier. there. Yeah. So it's a much, much easier process to get people started. But anyway, after you get in there and we do that stuff, um, the AI is vastly improved, ridiculously improved. Uh, it's, it's a lot of fun to play against the AI and, and uh, the tactics they use. Um, they do have... Uh, some night vision goggles that actually have a thermal component on them as well, kind of a FLIR system, and that uh, you'd think it would overpower us, something I'm not really for. I typically don't use the, the thermals if I could help it, but in the new map, uh, the way the foliage and the different vegetation is set up, uh, it, it really doesn't affect, it doesn't, it doesn't hurt the gameplay to allow people to use them. So that's really nice. They kind of really, really got things uh, balanced very nicely. But anyway, Ace, do you want to talk a little bit about the, uh, what we've come up with, the missions and whatnot? Oh, yeah. So, um, for the most part, since we've only had small groups, we've been doing a lot of MCC-generated missions. And and the first thing I will say is that, like Mad Cow, I will agree, the AI are vastly improved. They are no longer... Mean. Oh, yeah. They are no longer pants-on-head uh, idiots about, about how they <laughs> how they fight. I mean, like, beforehand... I mean, the thing is, is that when... Um, when I would watch you guys do missions, if I was if I was basically like the, being the game master, the Zeus, um, I could watch the mission from both sides. I could see what the AI was doing and what you guys were doing, and the AI required way more shepherding than it does now. I mean, they are aggressive. 
they will flank and and maneuver around you. Um, and I've watched them do it. Uh, I've done some testing where setting down like a stationary group of uh, uh, blue four, like NATO forces, and then put down some op four CSAT forces and had them just like go attack. And they attack the C- the NATO forces. The NATO forces put up some stiff resistance. The CSAT forces back off and then circle around and attack from a different flank. And I was like, yeah. that, f- and that feels about what it's like when we've been playing in game. Is that we have seen that behavior where we'll be attacked from one side, we'll be you know ze- laser focused on those targets, then all of a sudden get flanked from the other side and, and taken out. I mean, you we've gotten I did say uncomfortably familiar with the new revive mechanic as a result. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Uh, um, we have a lot more troops and units to to work with. Um, one of the nice things that I really like is that. Along with the standard CSAT troops that we have as a professional soldiers, uh, Apex adds a selection of irregular guerrilla troops that are part of the gate the, the base game system. So now I've got you've got CSAT, Russian, uh, insurgent, and basically guerrilla, all all different enemy types that carry different weapons and and equipment levels. And so that's really handy to have. So you can mix and match different enemy types. And once we get more people involved, I cannot wait to see how our player squads react to dealing with different enemy types and scenarios. And I've already built a couple for Apex. I got a bunch that are better stored for if we ever go back to Altus. I've got a bunch of stuff that's for that. But un- until we get tired of the new hotness, um, I've got I'm, I'm building up a, a repertoire of missions for small and medium and large groups. And I'm really excited to test them and see how people react. So, yes, yes, absolutely. Um, can we get some uh, pants on head idiot gorillas? <laughs> well, that's the thing. The 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 the, uh, the professionalism, we'll call it, of the troops uh, really is interesting. You've got the CSAT troops, which are very intelligent, um, and RHS troops, which are probably somewhere in between. I'd say more of like standard standard behavior, mm-hmm. and then the. Uh, um, uh, the guerrilla troops, the sort of irregular troops, are very sort of hit and miss. Some of them, some of the units really know what they're doing. Some of the units are classic Arma. So we'll see how it goes. How about a, just a, a bunch of thugs running with scissors? <laughs> oh, we can try that. We can try um, that. Yeah, uh, you I mean, can. Hey, you know, you can you can zerg just about anything. Right. I, mean, I, well, I would argue that. I think you, if you want to do that, you should go play something like a uh, one of the uh, one of the zombie games, and you right. can actually literally just have a hundred zombies run at you and see what run happens. Run at you, so, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, the interesting thing is that uh, one of the neat things that um, some of the mod there are some mods that you can download that are specifically for Zeus, and uh, one of them adds extended functionality that allows you to directly edit with the arsenal. Uh, on what a, a an AI unit is carrying, so I could give uh, you know some of these uh, some of these guerrilla forces some really dangerous equipment if I wanted to. Or no, give them glow sticks. That would just be awesome. <laughs> you guys, like, this is all, all you get. You get a glow stick, a giant and a moving rave. Go go get them. <laughs> No, seriously, um, yeah, it's very exciting. We had a lot of fun uh, playing, I think it was the, the night that it came out, actually. Yeah, um, we're doing some, uh, Johnny uh, threw up some MCC missions, and, and yeah. we got our butts handed to us pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was good. So, um, yeah, looking forward to uh, playing more of that. And um, uh, also, I should mention, we had a thread uh, back to the uh, FPS fun on Korea. We had a thread in the forums about that and uh, the possibility of Star Marine coming soon. So I will link that in the show notes, too. But anyway, point being, uh, the Black Guard uh, has, um, has, uh, has work to do. So we're uh, looking forward to uh, for uh, reconnoitering um, and uh, doing that sort of thing. Again, it seems like uh, uh, the division has kind of fallen off a little bit. or You know, it comes and goes. There was an expansion. Um, a couple of guys play with it, but a lot of people didn't buy into the new DLC. Basically, I should say a DLC. They released a DLC that required you to buy a season pass that Ubisoft Ubisoft likes to do uh, mm. for 30 bucks. Most people didn't get it. I had already bought it initially with uh, what was it was, the expanded collector's edition or whatever. So, eh, it brings a lot of fun to the game. The problem is that everyone's pretty much already left. So, you know, wherever that leads to you, I still, still well, fun. I feel like it's, 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 it's fallen to that destiny rise and fall the new thing comes out 
yeah. membership spikes. It, they 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 finish the new content falls again. Yeah, it's got kind of kind of a uh, kind of a what's the word I'm looking for? Um, a synthetic grind that they just kind of put in there to kind of extend the life a bit. Mm. And the grind's not that much fun. I mean, it is for a little while. It's kind of a uh, a randomized. Uh, procedurally generated uh, like dungeon kind of thing, kind of like a like a Diablo type of setup, um, which is fun for a while. But you know, after a while, you're like God, you know, it takes a long time to get to level forty. You know, <laughs> do yeah. I really want to do this? Uh, you know, chasing whatever. the dragon, chasing exactly. the dragon. But you know, just yeah. what it is. That's it is what it is. I guess. All right. Well, um, by the time this show comes out, uh, we will um, um, hopefully uh, have. Uh, have a little bit more testing and, and uh, test playing done, and uh, so watch for the tweets. We'll tweet out when we're um, uh, going to be uh, doing stuff. Maybe we'll even get some of the uh, the role play uh, stuff going again, and um, um, uh, and of course, uh, certainly we can um, on uh, on Sundays when we uh, get together to meet up. Uh, it's another option that is available to us. So um, yay, hey, hey. Are there any flash mobs? <laughs> what in the world just happened? Did they just say happy birthday? Like, I don't know what that's all about. <laughs> can we play Pokemon Go on Tanoa? Yeah, can you use that for running? Because, I mean, the stamina system's killer, so that'd be kind of nice to do while you're waiting for your stamina bar to refill. I was going to say, like, like uh, every soldier in Arma just sounds like, like an out-of-fit uh, 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 asthmatic. Like, you run like 20 feet, like, oh, oh okay, give me a moment. <laughs> That was terrible. <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> All right. Well, um, uh, guys, uh, so, Mark, I understand that you have backed a new mouse. I have backked a new mouse. Wait, wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. I was going to say, wait, but uh, first I'm going to go ahead and I'm, I'm going to need Jimmy to uh, lead me in here. All right. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and start the uh, segment. Uh, You're out of controller. Did you throw it? Did you throw the old the old? Uh, wait, did you just get a new throw? First off, did you get like a warthog or something like that? Is that why I, you're... I did? I, I did get a warthog. I thought so because yes. yeah, Jimmy sent out a text to a bunch of us earlier in the week. I was on vacation, but I still got it saying, "Hey, does anyone want my old my you know this this uh, Hotas?" And I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's the one he has, which means he upgraded. Yep, and um, I'll be I'll be talking about that more uh, in the coming weeks. Um, it's it's amazing, um, and uh, I'm still in the middle of kind of getting a feel for it, um, programming it, and all that kind of good stuff. Now you still so, doing throttle throttle mouse, or did you go back to the stick again? So to give still it a try. Doing, still doing throttle mouse. Okay, so basically you have a so, stick that you're just not using. No, no, no. The um, the Thrustmaster uh, Warthog is uh, sold separately. Oh, well, that's convenient. Yeah. Yes. That's very, that how, much, a, how much is just the throttle cost? Oh, you don't want to know. Well, the, the main is like four hundred, <laughs> right? I mean, the whole thing is like four ish. Yeah, it was uh, it was two and change. Okay. Well, that's why I want to know. Maybe I would be interested. That, but that ain't cheap. Heavy, you know, it's a good ten pounds, and like I said, I'll, I'll yeah. talk more about it, you know, in the next next couple of weeks. Oh, by all means, um, once I've had a chance to really kind of deep dive in. But first impressions, spectacular. Cool, very good. Okay, well, interesting. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, back to the mouse. Uh, so yeah, there was a Kickstarter campaign. Actually, um, Solidus uh, underscore T Y. Means call him Solidus. Um, uh, sent me a text the other day about a uh, a new mouse on Kickstarter called uh, the Z. Um, mm-hmm. It is made by uh, it's touted as the most advanced gaming mouse ever made, and that's by the owner. The guy does. They also did another mouse earlier on. Uh, I apologize. I do not remember what the name of it was. Um, he mentioned it several times, and I completely forgot because I I'd never seen it before. But either way, they 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 had, they had funded a previous Kickstarter campaign uh, and done apparently a pretty good job of making this this other mouse. So they tried it on this one. Um, main thing to walk away from is watch the video. That's all I'm going to say. I'm sure the link will be in the show notes. Um, the video reads. I mean, it, it plays like a like a 1990s infomercial. But um, wait, there's more. <laughs> yeah, wait, but there's more. Um, it slices and dices, uh, but. Uh, the key to get away from it is that it, it, it has both the functionality. Uh, it's got a six degree of, of um, freedom, kind of six axis kind of setup where you can actually raise it off of the table and it'll actually use that as a. Um, it can it can tell the distance and the angle at which the laser is hitting. 
the mouse pad, which is important because it also rocks side to side if you want to. So basically, you can do things like lean left, right using the rocking motion. You can. Uh, they showed someone uh, taking off in a helicopter just by lifting the mouse up, and then when they lifted it up, they were able to use that to fly. It's worth uh, pointing out that they were using pitch and roll. Yeah, pitch yaw. Yeah. They were able to use yep. yaw as well. So they were able to tilt their, their their wrist left and right and actually do a yaw motion as well. Um, very cool for someone like me who isn't interested in doing a ton of dog fighting but would like to have that functionality that if I'm in my ship I can get in there I can use the I got my mouse and keyboard set up I'm, I'm FPSing FPSing up oh, stop get them ship I can just lift that bad, bad boy up and I'm going you know I can get away for a little while or do whatever until I get set up and you know get my whatever set up so to me I mean that's right up my alley that is perfect uh, well, and the the button and trigger system also. Yes, it has um, a trigger system. It's really got, nicely done. Yeah, it's got all kinds of different levels of um, force in which you push the buttons down. You can have multiple button, essentially keybinds too, depending on how far down you press. You know how hard to press on things. Um, it's got some really interesting kind of middle of the finger trigger finger kind of trigger setups. Um, it's like a trigger squeeze. Yeah, it's got a lot of very interesting button pressing ideas. Um, the uh, one of the cooler things I thought was using the. It's tough to explain on how you'd explain it. Basically, rotating the mouse left or right uh, using your wrist, I guess, as the as the pivot. Maybe I suppose would be the best way to describe that. Using that to be able to free look. Um, yeah, to me, very impressive. That is fantastic. He shows it in in Arma, incidentally. I was going to say he used a lot of the footage for this. Is actually, I was like, oh, he's, yeah, they're demoing Arma with. Yeah, he actually uses Arma because that's in, in terms of FPS, that is one of the most demanding in terms of keybinds. You know, and FPS complex. games you've ever played. Yeah. So when well, the the deep click system is really cool too, where yeah. you know on on a particular button you have um, three levels where you know you can just click the button you can deep click the button or you can deeper click the button um to allow for things uh like zooming in on a target uh you know like the first click is is to zoom in the second click uh, click is to hold your breath the third click is to fire exactly so there's a lot of really cool things like that and i'm assuming then you could also just simply click very hard to fire you know i don't know maybe right, right. or however right. that works out so um yeah, that was extremely interesting. The free look was fantastic. Um, he's also got a picture in Ace. You'll have to correct me on this, but is this the uh, is that War Thunder or whatever is that? Would he's yeah? Is that what that is? He's flying yeah, with yeah. like a bomber of some sort. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's using that where essentially he's just got his mouse. Oh, I don't know inches off of the mat, and he's usually he's literally you know flying doing you know all the movements with the uh, with the plane using that. So got a lot of possibilities. Um, they touted as having fifty button click combinations um i will tell you what it is is i believe 10 buttons and then if you choose to use the uh the tilts or the rotates as um as uh, modifiers then you get mm-hmm. those extra you can get up to 50 button you know essentially by modifying it with it with the left right mouse you know tilt left or right or whatever so combinations but are, basically yeah, but there are still 10 buttons and keep in mind those 10 buttons there are buttons within those buttons because you can do that deep clicking thing that, uh, that that we were talking about. So pressing a little harder gives you another button type of thing. So and those you can all set up um, manually by doing that. Uh, it's also got an OLED screen on the side near the thumb rest to kind of help you set up things quickly um, and some other stuff. Um, I don't want to spend too much more time on it. So if we're doing an extended, from, an extended infomercial, I feel like now is the time where you remind the audience what the name of the product is. Yeah, the name of the product <laughs> is. <laughs> 23 days to go. Yeah, exactly. It just started. They've already, he wanted 140000 I believe, and it's already at three forty as of our recording. Um, and it's got 23 days of the 30 days left yet. So, How much is it? Uh, it depends on what you're back at. Yeah, one thirty nine to I think uh, right now these are the, kind of the early backer things. I believe for the click, the unlimited Kickstarter campaign, you know, pledge is one sixty nine. I believe, according to this, it's saving sixty dollars on the MSRP, which means he's planning on selling it for was that two twenty nine, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and honestly, which is wow. unfortunate because I oh, I you know bought the Naga the Naga Epic Chroma that I'm using now, you know, just a few weeks. We used to a few yeah. months ago. I was like, oh, well, sorry. <laughs> yep. And it is, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, it's something it's going to be, uh, that's a, that's a chunk of change, but you know, if it delivers on what, it, on what they've got here, it's something for someone like me. That's a very, very good combination of, of, uh, of functionalities that 
you know, would essentially alleviate the issue of me trying to figure out how in the world I'm supposed to be flying these things or doing this stuff when I can just kind of, you know, organically switch back and forth between them without too much problem. So we'll Johnny see. has complained uh, about flying the new Xi'an transport, the, the CSAT uh, mm-hmm. VTOL jet with a mouse and keyboard that it's it's very unintuitive. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. I mean, it could be very good. Um, they're supposed to, they're slated to deliver it on uh, in December of this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was very. He was on time with his last delivery on their previous Kickstarter. So you know all, and they're done with all of the the R and D and uh, set up for this one now. So all all indications point to that you know, it should be an on time delivery. But yeah, if anyone's interested, um, it's the dash Z. Um, I believe we're just the space Z. Either way, it's a mouse. I'll, find I'll link it in the, in the show notes. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah. If anyone does get it, by all means, let me know. I'd be interested to, to kind of see you know, other people that try it out. I mean, I'll get mine, I guess, in December. So we'll see what happens then. But uh, until then, you know, let's leave any questions or uh, comments about it. I think it looks pretty cool. My only comment is is I have to use a trackball because I can't, I can't move a, a regular mouse around without... Um, messing with my wrist, which is really frustrating because so much cool stuff seems to be developed for normal people. Oh, Have you normies. considered getting a double trackball layout like the like the uh, Xi'an Scout for your for your gaming needs? You know that that's interesting. I wonder how that would work. Well, you know, actually, I mean, would, what it, be, I, would it be considered a, another peripheral that you could program? Oh well, Star Citizen already allows you to run two joysticks. I mean, okay. you can run uh, the system built in. I've, I've, you know, being the nerd that I am, I've, I've spent some time in this, the settings. It has uh, control panel settings for at least two joysticks and a pair of rudder pedals and and maybe some other peripherals. So I'm absolutely certain you could program it in there. I mean, Star System has the deepest control profiles and to the point of being almost too confusing uh, in terms of customability. So I'm pretty sure you could probably do it. Nice. Well, I, I I know I in the past I complained about the uh, the latest iteration of um, uh, controller schematic for the controller uh, for the gamepad, and um, I, uh, I I had my little hissy fit. I rolled around on the ground and I kicked and I screamed, and then I sat <laughs> down and, and uh, um, I had a hot cocoa. Ooh. And um, did you have marshmallows? Uh, in it? Uh, sugar-free. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, and uh, uh, actually went through the um, uh, documents, the uh, uh, the release document that came out with uh, that uh, uh, Amontillado had linked for me and um, played with it a little bit. And it's I actually like it better than uh, it was before. I mean, I'm still learning. It's not – I don't have the muscle memory yet for, you know, this is how I do this. Right. And I, and I still – I still find myself uh, uh, trying to uh, use previous commands to do things, which uh, leads to frequently hilarious results. <laughs> um, uh, that's my, my fancy way of saying I crash into asteroids Lots of more death. than I used to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I um, uh, so I'm kind of back on the uh, on the controller on the gamepad um, uh, bandwagon. Um, I. You know, I don't know why. I just, I just like it. You know, there are but games I that, I, I, that I refuse to play without, where I refuse to play without a gamepad. Yeah, it's I, just I, the way it I works. I have a couple you know? of those. Yeah. There are a couple of good. I mean, yeah. uh, the I play uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider on my PC, but I mm-hmm. don't use my mouse and keyboard. I use the, the a plug-in Xbox One controller for yeah. it. Some just play better, and yeah. if that's the way yep. you like it, then you know, more power to you. Yeah, I think yeah. it's it's all about. Um, what works for you? I mean, I'm I'm very happy uh, flying uh, throttle and mouse. You know, so at the end of the day, if a controller is is you know where you're able to get your groove on, then go with the controller. Yeah. And we don't know. I mean, we're still um, still in alpha. We don't know what it's going to be like uh, come launch. And I think we're also. I think how things. My next PC is going to be uh, something that is VR capable. I think. Um, and uh, but I'm I'm not thinking I'm going to be doing that for uh, several iterations of, of VR technology. I don't think that it's that the first few bleeding edge versions are going to be uh, are going to work very well for uh, for me. So um, anyway, I, I think that it's um, it's just not a good time to dump you know uh, hundreds of dollars into uh, a controller setup that. Uh, isn't going to last more, more than a year or so. Makes well, sense. I know, um, 
Well, I know, I know Mark and I are both very tentative with the whole VR thing because of motion sickness, but um, is that something, Ace and Gleep, is that something that you guys are, are going to take a deeper dive into now that the Oculus is available, you know, when you eventually up, upgrade your rigs, or not really? Personally, oh, no. no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I am, I'm currently eating two pounds of ginger a day. I'm going to work that up to 10 pounds. And as soon as I get to that point, I figure nothing will be able to make me vomit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair Personally, enough. no. Um, you know, I've got the giant Vizio TV that I use as my monitor. Um, I'm not a, you know, part of the problem is that I use glasses to see, and I'm not particularly fond of contacts. So wearing VR equipment is incredibly uncomfortable for me anyway. Um, and I like to be, I like to have good sound. Um, so unless they can really pare down the wire requirements, and maybe that's why I consider using the Vive as opposed to the Oculus, um, you know, having basically five or six pounds of equipment on my head just gets physically taxing after a while. Well, the Vive, mm-hmm. the Vive only works with um, Sony products, right? No. no, Steam. Oh, oh, oh Steam. Okay, HTC Vive is Valve backed, basically. I got you. But so, you can but use it with other. You can use it with other things. I mean, it oh, would, can you use it with like a Star Citizen? Yeah. Well, they, I mean, there's third party software that's developed for it. And I'll be honest, if if they tried to make it a walled garden, it would fail as a product. Okay. Versatility is king in, in the yeah, world yeah, of computers, no, totally. especially with emerging technology like that. Right. Well, well that's well. It, Ace, all those reasons you listed are why I'm waiting for two or three generations down the road. Right. Well, it yeah. can't hurt you to do that. That's no, the thing. absolutely not. Yeah. yeah. That's the beauty of computers. I'm, it never hurts to I'm, wait. Uh, I'm very interested in uh, the, uh, the the panoramic monitors, the, the 21-9 aspect ratio monitors, um, because I, I don't think I'm going to be able to get over the motion sickness hurdle. Um, and I also don't think that I want to wear that headgear uh, for a full three, four, five, six-hour Star Citizen session. Yeah, that's the so, same thing I had. Just, you can't just sit there and wear it for hours on end without feeling uncomfortable. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, so that's that's a thing that I'm I'm going to be curious about. Um, kind of kind of a being between an Oculus um, or a Vive and um, and the the twenty nine the, the kind of more panoramic uh, twenty nine or twenty one nine aspect ratio monitors. It's an amazing. It's an amazing time for computers, though. I mean, there's a lot of, of really good um, tech that's coming out to support things like VR. Curved yep. screens, man. Curved screens. Curvy screens. Curvy screens. Mm-hmm. Well, um, let's talk a little bit about the forums before we move on to new members. Uh, there's a couple of interesting things that is, are worth a click. Uh, evolution of the Those Guys With Ships logo. Avi Physics did a great job put together a thread uh, showing uh, the ev- evolution of the logo. Uh, definitely go check that out. Um, we have, uh, from its humble beginnings, um, well, we went through, and I think the, the, the current version and the version we're going to have on the T-shirt that we, um, or a one of the versions that we're going to have on the T-shirt is the uh, the Kenway uh, Deoke um, uh, version, which uh, everybody loves so bad. Uh, but uh, definitely go check out that thread uh, that Avi put together. Um, definitely uh, very, uh, very cool. Uh, know your history, guys with ships. Um, and then also uh, there will be a link to um, to the uh, those guys with ships uh, phone cases. I think there's also a survey too um, where folks can uh, uh, register their vote for what they would be interested in purchasing if they're interested at all. So definitely uh, give Solid Dusty some more um, uh, feedback on uh, on uh, the product that he's put together or the the prototype he's put together. He, he put some work into that, and we we really appreciate it and. Uh, are looking forward to the uh, final product so that we can um, uh, be playing Pokemon Go with uh, with pride in our organization. <laughs> um, and uh, then our friend Amontillado posted uh, an interesting article about uh, editing software used for Squadron Forty Two. I've not actually uh, read this uh, this article yet, but. Um, I know John said that it was uh, real interesting, so uh, do go check that out. It'll be linked in the show notes. And John uh, wanted me to be sure to mention, uh, uh, to send a big shout-out to Twigmister for being our uh, 300th user on the website and uh, to let everyone know that we recently hit 3 million views on our forums. 
um, if we were running ads, we would have probably made around five thousand dollars. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't I, those numbers may not be real. I don't know. But we're not here to make money. We're here to make friends. Um, so um, that. Oh, and the one thing I just want to send a, another shout out to uh, Holy One, the Swiss Cheese, uh, for, who way back helped me get my Arma. Those guys with ship patch all in order, and uh, we haven't really talked about it much on the show. Um, and uh, I, uh, I left this in the notes uh, just because I wanted to, to say thank you, Mister Swiss Cheese. I've um, I appreciated the help. So we have new patches, by the way. They are the new hotness for Arma. Yes. Yes, and um, so, and that's the cool thing about our group is that uh, you know, folks like everyone here and uh, everyone, uh, many of the people on the forums are very willing to help uh, uh, pants on heads idiots like me uh, <laughs> to uh, to get uh, to get our our poop wired tight. <laughs> Um, all right, and speaking of members in the organization, we've got some new ones. Uh, Truckin joined us, said no caption, just a join request. LOL. <laughs> He's a member now. Twigmister joined us. We were just talking about him. Uh, looking forward to seeing the game develop as well as organizations. Would be great to join and fly with others who are enjoying the game too. I'm in the UK, so hope there will be members to play alongside Time Zones. Have started listening to your podcast, and it's great to hear your enthusiasm for Star Citizen. Great job, guys! So welcome, Twig Mister. And yes, we have uh, we have several players over in the UK. So um, I'm sure they're looking forward to meeting and playing with you too. What is it? Uh, the uh, sun never sets on uh, those guys with on ships. T- t- yeah, yeah, kind of like uh, it's like an Alexander the Great thing, mm-hmm. or Roman yeah. Empire. Mm-hmm. So. One of those history things that I took a nap during. Uh, Little Giant said, I love your show. I listen to it on long rides in the car for as long as my wife can stand you guys. <laughs> Morning. That's awesome. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I apologize to your yeah, wife really. in advance. Here's, here's, here's an po- apology from all the hosts of DGWS. I'm not apologetic. Don't, don't put words in my mouth. Not sorry. <laughs> I'm just Mark, not sorry. Mark's like, don't apologize you must for me. Listen. Uh, she's a gamer, and uh, he says he will eventually convert her. You are the kind of people I would like to drink a beer with or just water for the teetotalers among you. Oh, well, thank you. Ace. Ace, we're going to get water. Um, I have a 315P and definitely want to explore the verse. I am also interested in investing in another ship for under 100 bucks that would be useful to the org. Any ideas, suggestions? The specs on these ships are a bit overwhelming, and I just got into the game even though I invested almost two years ago. You guys rock, little giant. Uh, P.S. I was happy to hear there is another theater nerd among you, Mr. Ace. Yay! I direct and act for a living, and so am really looking forward to game immersion, role-playing, storytelling, etc. Makes my, also, Ace, my little heart sing. <laughs> also, Ace, have you heard the Hamilton soundtrack yet? He says it's life-changing. It's amazing. Ah, um, as as to his question about a ship for under a hundred bucks, I would have to say Reliant. Yeah, I think that's Reliant what popped into my head too. Go for the Reliant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Take uh, a look at it. Uh, Avengers not too shabby either. You do need to kind of upgrade the shielding, but it's not too shabby for the price. Yeah, and um, you know, I think uh, any any of those ships like the Avenger that are Reliant that have some variants, uh, you will be able to CCU uh, to uh, to to try other other parts of it or other uh, other expressions of it. Um, so uh, yeah, I would uh, I would say Reliant is will, is the uh, the current hotness just because uh, it's in hangar now and will be flyable in two point five. So where you fall into the trap of Gleep and you end up just increasingly melting for larger things. It's not a trap. It's, it's a lifestyle choice. It's Gleeping. <laughs> when you have your own term for it, it's not a bad thing. Exactly. No, it's not. It's not. Uh, Cramboul joined us, said, Hey, how's it going? I am a friend of Handsome Devil and was recommended to join you guys. Looking forward to playing with you. Um, so welcome. Um, I tried to send him, I usually, uh, and Jimmy and I were talking about this on the last show, I, I always try to send a welcome message to uh, folks when they join the org and add them as a contact. Uh, we have figured out that you can't add more than 250 people as contacts. So... Um, uh, anyone that's joined after number 250, I don't currently have you as a contact in the game. Uh, but uh, Youngblood actually suggested uh, that 
um, uh, a way to around that is to um, to drop somebody from the list that you will remember and uh, remember to add back later, um, and then add the person who is in game at the moment uh, so that you can play with them uh, during that session. So um, Ace, because I will never ever ever forget you, I have taken to dropping you for my contact list. Wow. Congratulations, Ace! You're so important. He lets you go. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I and like that. I've always add. That's right. If you love a thing, you must let exactly. it go. Exactly. Uh, um, and I've always remembered to add you back. So you, you are currently a contact. I know why the cage, why the caged bird sings. <laughs> <laughs> wow, well done, touche, sir. Um, and so uh, anyway, welcome, uh, Cranbull. I meant to send you a welcome message, but it wouldn't let me. Um, and then I want to send a shout out to our friend in England, Mister Dranic Black. He messaged me that he loves the show and is spreading the word about us. So thank you, Dranic. No. Uh, he hasn't joined the org yet, but um, uh, he did want uh, to let us know that he is uh, spreading the word. And uh, our most recent addition to the org, uh, favorite name of the week, Touch the Butt. Mm-hmm. That's a good said one. I, I listened to your verse. Ca- li- I listened to your verse cast on the base radio over on Twitch, and I would love to join your org. But I will have to disagree with one particular point. There is no blueberry drink that is better than stuffed with girls. Just saying. I can't you argue guys that are great. point. I don't. Oh man, I tell you what. There, that that what was it? I think it was the blueberry uh, the blueberry lemonade. Lemonade. Oh. In your defense, oh, we uh, the wife and I made some blueberry lemonade not that long ago. Yeah. Pretty darn close. Right. Pretty good. It's it's amazing. And don't get me wrong. Good. You spice it up a little bit. I think you know what I'm saying. It's a little and bit. it really is really good. But and you might you might even go so far as to say it's porridge. And it might it might even be so far as to say porridge. Yes, mm, I love yes. the porridge. It's porridge. I gotta say that name. I cannot wait to be yelling that into my microphone in a serious context. Right, and I can't wait for my girlfriend to look over me like, "What? Who 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 are you playing? <laughs> who are you playing? <laughs> Touch what are button. you doing?" <laughs> All right, and over on the website, Sisyphus joined us, as did Grendel Prime, Kit, Griffin Gaming RPB, Gaust, Twigmister, Little Giant, Swap52, who is uh, Crambule's uh, alternative e- or alter ego, I guess. Um, and then Hardwired joined us. So uh, welcome all y'all to the forums. Uh, part of the, um, the uh, what were they in, uh, in, in, the, in the movie 300? Did they have a name? Spartans? Yeah. Spartans. Spartans! The, the Spartans? It's either the Spartans or the Persians. I'm not sure what that he's going sounds for. sounds vaguely familiar. Well, the, 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 the group that was 300 in, in, in number. Yeah, they were Spartans. The Spartans. Uh, Spartans. Yeah. Okay, Did, didn't they have like a battle cry or something? Um, go get them, guys. <laughs> go, go, go gadget arm? <laughs> go, go gadget. Do you remember the bit about Twig Mr. <laughs> being number 300? Do you remember yes. that? Are we fighting in the shade? Uh, tonight we dine in hell. Are you, are you thinking the? Are you thinking the? Uh, are you thinking the? Uh, how was it? Uh, oh man, we'll come back with your shield or die on it or something like that. Was it come back? No, uh, that's Spartan. That's a Spartan. Uh, yeah, well, that's not how you say. It. Is that what it is? Uh, I was thinking come back with your shield or come back with your shield or come back on it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I believe. I mean, that's that's about as close as you're going to get to anything remotely. I don't think they actually yelled anything. Let's go get them. I think we're just fine. I, hey guys, I like that I way. like let's go get them as the the ancient army rallying cry. <laughs> let's go get them. No, Steve, the other way. <laughs> I, I think I think we have a TGWS battle cry. <laughs> Perfect. Let's go get them. <laughs> Uh, I like no Steve the other way better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can't tell me that's not that, that's that's comic gold right there. That's it's brilliant. Yeah, that's the Minecraft battle cry. All right, well, um, you know what? Two point five. Can we please have that now? Yes, please. Thank you. Please. Oh, and I, by the way, just real quick, we didn't touch on. Never mind the fact of Grim Hex, but um, new shopping, right? Huh? Hello, uh, boots. Boots. In We're it. actually going to get boots, not slippers anymore. I'm in it to yeah. win it, man. Space loafers that, aren't exactly uh, the best thing. Yeah, exactly. Space loafers. Nobody wants space why, why, loafers. Why do we have like seven potential show titles in this show, and then I'm I'm just like killing myself for something for the first show here? Uh, you know what? Just steal one from, from this one and use it on the on, on that one, and just reference yeah. it. You know? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> space loafers. Space loafers. I like that. Please watch the other show to get the to get the reference. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All shall become clear. All shall become little, clear. Little orphan Annie says, "Eat your Ovaltine." Exactly. There you go. Mm-hmm. 
All right. And as always, our Sunday meetups, watch for them tweets. Please go to engine.com. They are the quick, easy, and free solution for hosting your community website. That's enjin.com. Be sure to check out Star Citizen the Base Radio at radio.starcitizenbase.com, where you can find a broadcast of one of our shows every Saturday afternoon. The show is now available on the Google Play Music. You can get it on the Google Play Music app for Android, iPhone, and on the interwebs for your computer. You can reach the podcast by email, comms at versecast.org. On Twitter, we are at Versecast. Be sure to use the hashtag TGWS. Our RSI Star Citizen organization can be found at robertspaceindustries.com slash org slash Versecast. Please do be upvoting us there on the RSI Community Hub and in the podcast and deep space radar sections. Links to these are in the show notes. On Steam, we are those guys with ships, and please be sure to check out our gaming community website. It is firstcast.org. My name is Gleep, and all my contact information is in the show notes. Jimmy? Oh, you can find me most chatty over on Twitter, at Jimmy Croker. Uh, you can uh, check me out on my show, Quantum Drive, every Thursday night, 9 p.m., and Saturday, 1 p.m., PST. It's a mixture of lore and music. And by the way, uh, Mad Cow and Gleep, you uh, just got an email that you might want to check out. And, um, yeah, you can uh, also email me, and all of my contact uh, info is in the show notes as well. Ace? Good night, Gracie. My name is Ace Azmin. Uh, my contact <laughs> notes are in the... Or my contact information are in the show notes. Um, my handle in Pokemon Go is Delando87. Uh, is really? Yep, yep, yep. Wow. They didn't wow. have Ace... I, Ace Azmin was taken. So can you um can you make friends in Pokemon Go? You can make li- I mean, you can make life friends, Gleep. Which is even better, make real life friends playing a mm-hmm. game about catching mythical monsters, monsters in a little yep. tiny ball of goodness. Um, I am most That's chatty weird. on the uh, Teamspeak server, so come find me there. Um, otherwise, I'm Delando87 in Steam uh, or Asazamine, depending on how you feel, uh, as well as on Xbox One. So uh, come look me up. All right. So, Mark, you, you're you fresh off of a 12-hour drive home from vacation. All right. Let's do this. Ready? Uh, One, two, three, break. We haven't done this in a month. Here we go. Uh, first off, I'd tell you, you can reach me at madcal1001 at gmail.com or mark. Uh, I can never remember. Is it mark at versecast.org? What did, he, what did he do? I can never remember. Oh, it's, 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 isn't, it's like, isn't like Frank? It is. It's like Frank or Frank Jezebel. Lewis. Jezebel versus Cast. Anyway, you know what? Get me at one of them. You can figure it out. Just email a bunch of people until it's me. Um, In the show notes. Or look at the show notes, which is also appropriate. Uh, finally, I would like to say I, I do not have a good ad today, but I will. Uh, it's more of a public announcement. Uh, if you you like to drive on, on the highway, right? We all do. Gets us places quickly and efficiently. Uh, if for some reason you just can't get yourself to go up to the speed limit, please, <laughs> please do not sit in that left lane for 300 miles. Go ahead and get over to the right lane. That's fine. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I, you know what? No one will mind. And for anyone in, in European countries or anything, if you get on the other side of the motorway, just move it on over, Okay. Other side of the road. Moving on. It's Whatever the passing lane is, get off of it. It's a kindness. It is. It really is. Uh, people like me would appreciate it much. People like my girlfriend would appreciate it. And uh, basically anyone else who, uh, other, other 400 cars behind me would have appreciated it. So yeah, I, I appreciate it. <laughs> right? I appreciate other people appreciating it. Uh, with that, um, I would like to say good night. And uh, everyone have a lovely uh, couple of weeks until next time. Been a, a pants on head. This has been a Mark PSA. <laughs> this has been a Mark PSA. Thank you. Until next time, then we are those guys with pants on our head, and this has been our community podcast. See you guys. Bye. I'm still road raging. I can't. I don't even have a goodbye. <laughs> By the way, Gleep, just a bit of a rat yes. here. Uh, mm. The sun never sets is a British Empire thing. Oh, British it's the Empire. One, the one major global spanning empire that you did not mention. Uh, well, he caught most of them. I'm giving it to him. Well, they were they were they were big like 200 years ago. Yeah, no one's counting that. It's kind of like kind of like crushed velvet. No one really pays attention to it. Yeah.